Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in 2 Kings chapter 23, 1-37, Josiah renews the covenant, Johaz, and then we'll read Johaz, king of Judah, and then Jehoiakim, king of Judah, part 1. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Josiah renews the covenant. Then the king called him together, all the elders of Judah and and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets, all the people from the le- from the least to the greatest, who read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which he had been found which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands, regulations, and decrees with all his heart and with all his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in this book. Then all the people pledged themselves to the covenant. The Lord, the king ordered Hilkiah, the high priest, to next in rank and the doorkeepers to move from the temple of the Lord all the articles made for Baal and Asherah and all the starry hosts he had burned them outside the Jerusalem in the fields of of the Kidron Valley and took the ashes to Bethel he did away with the pagan priests appointed by the kings of Judah to burn incense on the high places of the towns of Judah and on those around him around Jerusalem those who burned incense to Baal, to the sun and moon, to the constellations, and to all the starry hosts. He took the Asherah pole from the temple of the Lord to the Kidron Valley outside Jerusalem and burned it there. He ground it to powder and scattered the dust over the graves of the common people. He also tore down the quarters of the male shrine prostitutes, which were in the temple of the Lord and were women did weaving for Ashura. Josiah brought all the priests from the towns of Judah and desecrated the high places from Geba to Beersheba, where the priests had burned incense. He broke down the shrines at the gates and the entrance of the gate of Joshua, the city governor, which is on the left of the city gate. Although the priests of the high places did not serve at the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem. They ate unleavened bread with their fellow priests. He desecrated Topheth, which was in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, so no one could use it to sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire to mulch. He removed from the entrance to the tent of the Lord the horses that the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun. They were in the court near the room of an official named Nathan Malach. Josiah then burned the chariots dedicated to the sun. He put pulled down the altars the kings of Judah had erected on the roof near the upper room of Ahaz. The altars Manasseh had built in, in the two courts of the temple of the Lord. He removed from the, them from there, smashed them to pieces, and threw the rubble in the Kidron Valley. Next, the king also desecrated the high places that were east of the Jerusalem on the south of the hill of, cor- of corruption. The one Solomon king of Israel had built for Eshtoreth, the vile goddess of the Sidonians, from Chemosh, the vile god of Moab, and for Moloch, the detestable god of the people of Ammon. Josiah smashed 
the sacred stones and cut down the cherub poles and covered the sites with human bones. Even the altar of Bethel, the high place made by Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who had caused Israel to sin, even the altar and his high place he demolished. He burned the high place and ground it to powder and burned the cherub pole outside pole also. Then Josiah looked around and when he saw the tombs that were there in the on the hillside, he had the bones removed from them and burned all the altar on the altar to defile it. The accordance that with the word of the Lord proclaimed by the man of God who foretold these things. The king asked, What is that tombstone I see? The man the men of the city said, It marks the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah and pronounced against the altar of Bethel the very things you have done to it. Leave it alone, he said. Don't let any one disturb his bones. They So they spared his bones and those of the prophet who had come from Samaria, just as he had done at Bethel. Josiah removed the def- and defiled all the shrines at the high places that the kings of, Ju- of Israel had built in the towns of Samaria that had provoked the Lord to anger. Josiah slaughtered all the priests of those high places on the altars and burned human bones on them. Then he went back to Jerusalem. The king gave this order to all the people, Celebrate the Passover to the Lord your God, as it is written in this book of the covenant. Not since the days of the judges who led Israel, not nor throughout the days of the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah, had any such Passover been observed. But in, in the 18th year of King Josiah, the, the Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. Furthermore, Josiah got rid of the mediums and spiritualists, the household gods, the idols, and the other and all the other detestable things seen in Judah and Jerusalem. This he did to fulfill the requirements of the law written in the in the book of Hilkiah the priests had discovered in the temple of the Lord. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did with with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his strength, in accordance with all the law of Moses. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heat of his first anger, which burned against Judah because of all that Manasseh had done to provoke him to anger. So the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from my presence, and I removed Israel, and I will reject Jerusalem, the city I chose and his this temple about which I said there shall be my name there there shall my name be as for the other events of Josiah's reign and and all he did are they not written in the book of the annals of the king of kings of Judah while Josiah was king Pharaoh Necho king of Egypt went up to the Euphrates river to help the king of Assyria king Josiah marched out to meet him in battle but Nico faced him and killed him at Megiddo. Josiah's servants brought the body in a chariot from Megiddo to Jerusalem and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took jo- Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in place of his father. 
Jehoahaz, king of Judah. Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Hamatol, daughter of Jeremiah. He, she was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father, fathers had done. Pharaoh Necho put him in chains in Rib, Riblah, in the land of Hamath, so that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a levy of hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Pharaoh Necho made Elikim, son of Josiah, king in place of his father Josiah, and changed Elikim's name to Jehoiakim. But he took Joahaz and carried him off to Egypt, and there he died. Joachim paid Pharaoh Necho the silver and gold he demanded. In order to do so, he taxed the land and, and extracted the silver and gold from the people of the land according to their assessments. Joachim, son, king of Judah. Joachim was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Zebedah, daughter of Padiah. She was from Rumah, and he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his fathers had done. Let's go ahead and head to the New Testament reading. This is your New Testament reading of the day. Today we are in um, Revelation chapter 14, 1-20, the Lamb and the 144,000, and let's go ahead and read the scripture. It's going to be the whole chapter. Then I looked, and there before me was the Lamb standing on the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 who, who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of the harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn this song except the 144,000 who have been redeemed from the earth. These are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They felt follow the Lamb wherever he goes. They were purchased from among men and offered as firstfruits to God and the Lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. The three angels. Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live in the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in, the, in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the seas, and the springs of water. A second angel followed him and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the head, hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. 
he he will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image, or for anyone who receives the mark to, of his name. This calls for patience endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Let's go ahead and head to the New Testament. I mean, let's go ahead and continue. The harvest of the earth. I looked, and there before me was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one, like a son of man, with a crown of gold, and his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came out of of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who was, was sitting on the cloud, Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come from the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel who had charge of the fire came from the altar and called in a loud voice to him who had this sharp sickle. Take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathering its grapes and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and the blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as the horses' bridles for a distance of 1,600 stadia. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for being who you are, for being our Lord and Savior. I ask that you watch over us and keep us safe and let us be focused and watch and mindful and watch for you and to spread your gospel until the time comes when you come for your church. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.